0: Hi, I'm Terrell Turner, and I'm the host of the Business Talk Library, and today I have a guest on that is going to talk about something I think that is a very, very essential part of business, and that is related to managing the cash flow of your business, because without cash, we all know a business ceases to exist without cash flow. So welcome to the show, Ian. Thanks, Terrell.
1: Pleasure to be here.
0: Absolutely. So, Ian, tell us a little bit about your background and your business.
1: Sure. So, uh, I'm in the factoring industry. Uh, I've been uh, in the States for the last 16 years, but I've been in the factoring industry for about 30 years. So, I've uh, seen a lot of things, helped a lot of clients over that time, um, and love doing what, what I do. Um, every day, we talk to businesses in different Walks of life, different industries, different shapes and sizes with different challenges. And I think that's the one thing that, that makes me tick is, is speaking to all of those people and trying to help them. Um, so it's a fun thing in a way because, again, no two clients are the same. Uh, I can talk to a trucker one day, I can talk to a manufacturing company, you know, an hour later and uh, being able to relate to their needs and you're right on point, right now it's about cash and making sure they have the cash to keep their businesses going, um, that's what we do and again I love it, it's about you know just helping those people get through from point A to where they have a need, to point B where they don't need us anymore and they've got the cash rolling in, so uh, that's what we try and do.
0: Awesome, awesome. so you mentioned that you've been in the States for for a few years, so where were you before <laughs> coming to the States? <laughs> I'm from England originally,
1: uh, yes, and, uh, used to get back, try and get back at least once a year. Most of my family's over there, but I'm married. I have two kids, two grown up kids. My son just graduated university uh, yesterday, actually. So, uh, my kids are all grown up. Uh, my wife's in the industry as well. Uh, we worked together in the UK for a factoring company. Uh, then when we came out to the States, about 16 years ago to California initially, set up an office for a large factor out there, then moved to Atlanta where I'm based now uh, in 08 and loved it. Uh, I actually started Eagle seven years ago uh, and uh, again, no looking back, so I'm a business owner uh, and can relate to those business owners that we help. Uh, being from the UK, I don't think it necessarily helps anybody uh, they probably go what's that funny accent but you know ultimately uh seen a lot of businesses and a lot of need in a lot of different places and uh, again there's a lot of common denominators no matter where you're from or what you do ultimately it's about cash and, and how can you get the cash you need to grow your business
0: absolutely i was gonna ask have you seen uh, a a difference in the way companies in the uk approach factoring to how they do it here in the U.S., or is it pretty similar?
1: That's a great question. Factoring uh, has been around for many, many years. Um, in the U.K., when I started about 30 years ago, there was a, a big stigma around it. Um, you know, the F word, people were scared of it. And I, I get that. Um, but the UK's evolved evolved um, a long way, and it's about uh, understanding what factoring is. So here in the States, it's very different. It tends to be centered around certain industry sectors. So truckers, I mentioned, they have no issue with factoring. They know what it is. Most trucking companies will either be factoring now or have factored in the past. And other sectors, there's apparel. That's huge for factoring. Staffing is also huge. Um, It's also very prevalent up in the Northeast. Um, but you step out of those areas in the States and it may not you know people may not have heard about it. Uh whereas in the UK a lot of people know what it is and again it becomes second nature for them. Um, and it was actually endorsed by the Bank of England many years ago as the smartest choice for a growing company to finance their, their cash flow and their growth, um, because it accelerates your cash flow. So once that endorsement came out in the UK, it really—and that was like in the early 90s—it really took off. And the other big difference between the UK and the US is the UK market's dominated by three or four uh, large banks, and they all had factoring divisions. I worked in one of them, and um, when you get the banks all getting behind it, you know it becomes a real driver in the marketplace. Here in the states. Obviously the banking network is very different. Yes, you have some very large banks. Uh, well, Fargo have a big factoring division. Um, but you get the regional banks and, and they won't have. And again, it becomes a lot more segmented. The market's so much bigger and the geography is so different, obviously. Um, you know, in the UK, we used to, we wouldn't, uh, put a, a new client on without having visited with them. You know, it's going to be at worst, it's going to be a three or four hour drive for you, right? And you're pretty much going to be there. Uh, whereas in the states, you can't necessarily go and visit each and every client, certainly not before you do the deal, and, and we don't need to. Um, so there's a lot of differences, but there's also a lot of similarities. Um, and it's true to say, factoring, you know, it's a, in pretty much every market around the world. Um, and so each market develops a slight nuance or change. Um, say, take Turkey for example. They, they the way they factor out, they're a little bit different. Um, and India is a little bit different, but the concept's still the same. You know, you, you basically sell your invoice for an advance, and so it's not a loan. You're actually getting the cash for that invoice. And the beauty of it is, people don't realise this: is you don't have to make repayments. So you, as the client, you continue to trade with your customer as normal, and instead of waiting 30 or 60 days to get paid. You get paid in 24 hours by the factor and you know once you understand that and get behind it people love it and we've been able to help so many companies that way and that's true no matter where you are in the world um, the concept is the same
0: mm-hmm. and then, uh, that was one of the things that uh, when i worked at general electric um in their aviation mm-hmm. division we use factoring a lot um yeah <laughs> i mean because when you have a when you find yourself in a situation where you're selling a product to where You're selling a product to another business that has to then go put that product to work to generate revenue, so they can then in turn pay you. Factoring became Mm -hmm. a huge part of the equation to keep the business going. Absolutely,
1: yeah. Again, it just becomes a tool that you use to accelerate your cash flow. And again, any business that's growing, um, or even if even if they're not growing, but they have Cash flow tied up in their open receivables, they need to leverage that. It's an asset that you can leverage and get the cash out of to help fulfil new orders or take on new customers and grow. And especially at the moment, you know, people are taking longer to pay. You know, the, the COVID-19 crisis is affecting everybody's cash flow, and it, it's an even smarter choice now to, to factor because people can't pay you like they used to pay you, a lot of them. And so instead of you ha- having your cash flow held up, you can use a factor to leverage that and get the money. We then bridge the gap between when you make that sale and when the customer pays. And we sit in the middle absorbing that butter zone, if you like. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but you're right, some very large companies do it. Um, people don't realize that as well, but some very small companies do it as well. Again, truckers, uh, we have a lot of owner operator truckers um, real hard-working folk out there on the road and for truckers we do a few extra things for example uh, we'll advance their funds onto a fuel card okay. um, we'll also take care of all the billing for them as well so they'll get a load they'll deliver it they can submit their paperwork to us which is a rate confirmation and a um, proof of delivery and we'll do everything else so the beauty for them is they just keep all you know they're on the road they want to find their next load. So there's so many different forms of factoring, from that largest company GE, the massive company, mm-hmm. um, they have their own factoring division for a while, uh, and uh, all the way through to the smallest trucker, and anywhere in between. Anybody that has commercial receivables, so you're selling to another business on credit, can use a factoring company. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a shame that here in the states, you know, it's just not that well known or heard of. Um, and maybe sometimes when people have heard of it, they have a hesitation. Mm-hmm. And the biggest hesitation that we run across is that, well, how's my customer going to react? Because obviously what we do is we have to notify their account debt to their customer that they've sold their invoice to us and the payment needs to come to us. And, and the real truth is, yeah, sometimes somebody may react and go, I don't understand what's going on. But 9.999 times out of 10, there's no reaction and um, it's merely just a, case, a question of the customer changing their remit address. So when they send their check or their payment, they send it to us. Mm-hmm. And we always say, you know, if you, if you have a hesitation or a nervousness about a certain customer, we'll jump on a call. You know, we'll have a three-way call with your customer and if they've got any questions or concerns, we can answer them right away. And that mm-hmm. way, you know, you shouldn't have any concerns.
0: Yeah, okay, so in, Building this business, how did you find or or what kind of was your journey with, you know, getting the clients that you did, have to help them understand it and then also generating ongoing business? Right. Yeah, I mean, that's a challenge for us. We're always looking to help
1: more businesses. Um, Depends. A lot of our clients come um, through referral, referral partners, uh, whether it's particular brokers that are out there, finance brokers. We do a lot of business with those folks and we pay good commissions for deals that are referred to us. Uh, Sometimes bankers, and especially at the moment, you know, if there are clients that they have credit concerns on lines of credit, maybe they've tripped some covenants, that type of thing. Maybe they transition them into a factoring arrangement. When things get better, they can graduate back to a bank facility. That's a great source uh, of referrals for us. CPAs, sometimes they'll recommend us as well. You know, they're looking at the accounts for that company they can see a need for enhanced cash flow they make a call we funded a, a local deal here in Atlanta recently from a CPA introduction um, and then it's anywhere in between we do a lot of online stuff um, we have a lot of online inquiries um, we for the trucking side we're able to get information on new stock trucking companies and we reach out to them to let them know about our programs as well so it's it's A lot of different ways. We have salespeople, obviously, internal and external. So we have people on the phone making calls and then we have people going out and networking as well. So it's about spreading the word. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a tough job. Like any business, you know, we, we survive on getting sales and increasing our client portfolio. So we're always looking to add clients Uh, and we're growing ourselves. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we'll, we'll talk to anybody at the end of the day if they have a need. Uh, no matter where they're coming from, no matter what industry sector, if they have commercial receivables and someone wants to tell them about us then we're happy to help. And if, if we can't help for whatever reason, um, I can't think of a reason, but say they have some particular issue and we cannot help, then what we always do is we make a referral of three different people that we think will be able to help them. Okay. Um, because we work with so many different partners, we know um, certain... Sectors, for example, maybe are suited. Say it's a construction deal and they have a project that's got a pay when paid term in it, something like that. That may not be a fit for us. We work with two or three different construction factors where that's what they do all day long. So we'll, we'll give them a quick no rather than draw it out and it'd be painful. We never want to do that. That's the one thing about factoring that's it's so different to banking um, and other forms of finance. You're going to get a quick decision. Um, and if it's a no, for whatever reason, which we rarely like to give, we'll give three names for people that we think will be an ideal fit for them. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's just the way we try to help. So, you know, if it's not a fit, we want to make sure that you find a solution.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's just something we care about.
0: Awesome. So speaking of like the inquiries and just the different ways that people can reach out, what are some ways that people can get in contact with you if there's a business that's in need of factoring services? Yeah, the main way is to take
1: a look at our website, eaglebusinesscredit.com. It's got all our contact information in there, um, our main uh, phone number, and uh, you can even apply online. So if you are a business looking for it, uh, for factoring, you can go online and complete the application, or you can download a PDF, or you can just give us a call. Uh, we're happy to talk to anybody. Uh, my direct number, if anybody wants to call me and speak to me, I speak to people all the time, is uh area code six seven eight nine zero five one five nine six and that's even posted on the website as well. So again, we're not you know we're not faceless people. Uh we are a team that's out there talking to businesses all the time. Even if it's a general question, you
0: know, we're happy to help. Awesome. And I saw some of the I think the way I came across your um on where we met on LinkedIn was um I saw it was a video that you had posted. Um where oh, you guys were talking about credit and talking about cash flow, um, and this was before mm-hmm. the pandemic, um, which yeah. you know yeah. is an even bigger topic. Like, how often are you guys doing some of those videos and sharing some of that?
1: Yeah, that's a good point. We started that really in earnest last year and started doing this um, show called The Money Factor, and just a play on the word factoring. So we do post a few of those. Um, we also do Eagle Eye, which is just me talking about a certain subject. I think we posted one recently about making sure that you when you issue your invoice, you don't forget basic stuff like a purchase order or terms, that kind of stuff, all to try and get people to think about how are they going to get paid and making sure they're going to get paid. So yeah, it's very much a cash flow uh, focused message that we have. We do an awful lot of blog uh, on our website as well. Lots of different topics. Yeah, pandemic's a big one right now, but we are talking about cash flow as well and, you know, the PPP loans that have been out there and people making sure they're going to get those loans forgiven. Um, That's a topic. So we try and keep close to the trends that are going on. And if we see something new and interesting, we'll try and post something, whether it's a video, whether it's something on, again, our blog. We do a little bit on Facebook, on Instagram. We even have a Pinterest account. Oh wow! Well, which I, I yeah, well, why are we going to put on Pinterest? Pictures of dollar bills? I'm not sure, but it seems to generate interest. So hey, I'll, like I said, I'll talk to anybody. You know, if people want to talk about what factoring is, or maybe they know somebody who has a need and maybe they think it's a fit, let's talk. You know, it's, it doesn't cost anything to pick up the phone, and I and I love you know, like I said at the beginning, I talk to companies and answering those kinds of questions and you know we don't mess people about if it's going to be a fit great let's get it done and let's focus on that if it's not a fit we'll say why and here's some examples or some ways of you know other ways that you might be able to get the money so
0: uh, awesome awesome we are you know posting (laughs) okay (laughs) so before we wrap the interview one of the questions that i I like to ask all of our our business owners and, and business leaders that come on the show is when you think about kind of your journey as a business owner, what has been a piece of wisdom that has stuck out with you that you're like, you know, this, I wish I would have known this when I started.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, there's a lot. Um, I think in terms of advice, uh, it's never give up. You know, there's that old Winston Churchill quote, never, 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 never give up. And it's so true. had I known that I mean I, I don't typically give up, I've never quit or done anything like that, but stuff I wish I'd known you know I, I don't I can't think of anything specific because I'm always learning um, and I think that's something that people you know never get so comfortable that you think you know everything because you don't. Um, never get to assume that you know somebody's in a certain place because they're probably not always look for ways to help them. So it's not necessarily something I wish I'd known, but it's something I have I guess developed and evolved during my career. And it comes from having spoken to so many companies in so many different walks of life. And again, I never assume. Someone's on the phone, they've got questions. i, I, I just, again, treat them as I want to be treated and ask them, you know, what makes them tick? What are they trying to do? And then how can we help them? but that never give up thing is really key for me because we have ups and downs like any business. You know, we can be slamming and jamming at one point and then things can just quieten up. And it's weird. There's just a flow to every kind of business. It doesn't matter what you're in, I believe. Um, so for me, never give up. Always look for that next thing and see who you can help.
0: Awesome, well definitely thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks for the context and also just uh, talking about your business, because like I said, I, I, I am, as a finance and accounting professional, I understand the tremendous value of cash flow. And your business definitely is a huge solution for a lot of companies. So definitely thank you for coming on the show to talk about it. Hey, thanks to you, Terrell. I appreciate it. And that concludes another episode of the Business Talk Library. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can connect with us on any social media platform, Instagram, at Business Talk Library. LinkedIn, you can follow the Business Talk Library hashtag. You can also connect with us on Facebook and YouTube, searching for Business Talk Library. If there's any topics that you would like addressed or any questions you have about your business or your career path that you would like for us to answer on the show, feel free to shoot us a note on any of those platforms and we will try our best to get to them. Remember, keep it simple you